Okay. What's going on, brother? How's um, everything, man? Everything is good. Everything is good. Everything is blessed. Can't complain. How are you guys doing? Oh, gosh. I, uh, Andy, how are you doing? I know you're a little tired, I'm, but... Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's been a weird, exhausting week, but you know what, man? I'm I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing, and that's all that matters, right? right? That's it, man. That's it. That's it. That's all that matters. We're alive. We're alive. We're we're in the land of the living. You know. Amen. So, Amen to that. Just hope. Just hope. Word, so, yes, man. yes. I've been looking forward to this, oh. guys. I I really have been. Absolutely. It is mutual beyond mutualism. I don't know. Andy, I know you're going to be really into this too, because um, I don't even want to just jump straight in the book. I know we want to do the intros correctly, you know, actually get to simmer up the hellos. But Andy, the, the way this book looks, it's I know it's done intentional. I, I want to be in a hotel room and open the drawer and find that inside oh, because of the way it looks. Wow. <laughs> so I know we're going to go there. And I know Andy okay. is definitely interested in that. So before we wow. go to it, let's just, let's get some, let's get some time for our friends and our family to come on in before we go. Yeah, so that's a important sure. conversation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what have you been up to? What are you working on right now? Man, uh, I'm, I'm so busy lately. Um, I, I basically, I'm a CEO of a company uh, right now. Um a company called Amped Capital, and uh, took the leap from uh, employee to um, full-on, full full-time entrepreneur. So that's been crazy. It's been hectic. It's uh, comes with its challenges, and uh, I'm just trying to navigate that. Uh, have a good team, so that's blessed. Um, yeah, so I honestly, I haven't done anything creative in <laughs> so long. I've just, my mind has just been elsewhere. Um, so this is uh, definitely a reprieve, uh, you know, a time to um, really just unwind and just tap in and be creative and just, uh, you know, be me, you know, be me. So yeah, uh, that, that, that and taking care of my family, you know, um, yeah, I got uh, two boys. Uh, one is three years old. One is uh, like four months. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, you know, taking care of them, my wife, just living, just living. Yeah. Man, no, I ain't meant to that, man. Yeah. Uh, and what you guys uh, been up to? How, how are things with you guys? Uh I, I guess I'll, I, it's very brief and quick. Um, it's, just, it's just been the last couple of weeks have been crazy from helping my mom move into this new temporary apartment while they renovate the building to just dealing with chaos at work because um, I do retail, so I'm always constantly dealing with shoplifters and, you know, they oh, added man. these new rules now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been so there. they added these new rules now that you can't really touch them or you can't really, you know, like like interact with them like that, like provide yeah. customer service. If they curse at you, just walk away. You can't do nothing about it now. Yeah. Uh, especially with everything that's been going on. Um, because you know, I, I, I live in New Jersey, but my mom lives in New York, so I do okay. see her from time to time and it's just it's just crazy from the time I used to live there to what it is today to the point that um i don't know if you're familiar with Bro uh, new york especially brooklyn but there's this bridge called the brooklyn queens expressway and uh last time i was there i 
like pretty much last week actually um i was there you know visit i was hanging out with a friend we went to church and then he was coming back to new jersey and that bqe area what used to be you know where there's like an underneath path where you could park your car or do whatever and i barely see any cars but i'm seeing all these tents of homeless mm. people the homeless people i'm like and, and the cops are just there like Okay, like like it's just another day in the office, and I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's just getting bad. It's yeah. getting bad, and I'm like yeah. trying to convince my mom to move in with me, but she just will not. Like, man, man. she's independent. Yeah, hers is my dad passed away. She's just yeah, pretty. That's exactly what it is. That's just all right. Mm. I mean, I can't argue with her or anything like that. But it's just you know, I get worried because yep. it is getting bad sure. in New York, and it's just um. Yeah, but other than that, it's just been, you know, time's passing by really, really fast. And it's mm -hmm. been teaching me a lot about why we should value every time we have, mm -hmm. whatever it is, whether it's poetry or with your family or just having that alone time with yourself. Um, because the faster time comes, the, the, the crazier it becomes to the point where, you know, you got to value every time that you have because yeah. you might not have That's it tomorrow. Definitely, definitely. Um, you gotta count your blessings. I, I, you know, these uh, these tent cities are everywhere. You know, they're in Canada too, all over Canada. Um, and uh, I know that they're in the U.S. I heard California and stuff. I didn't know about New York, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, man. Just you know, continue being there for your mother. That's yeah. all I could say. Continue being there for her, man. And and uh, you know, you're probably just gonna have to show up. <laughs> more, That's you pretty know, much what it than, is. You know? Yeah. That's so yeah. funny that you would bring that up, Khalil, because um, we're about to go and talk about this. If you're just joining us, we are having a one-hour exclusive feature of Khalil John. Uh, King Chosen One, who is not just only a spoken word artist, he is a published author, and he's working on something coming up. Well, I'm really, I want to dive in here because uh, the Black Book of Poetry, which is also subtitled A Black Man's Poetic Journey Through Love, Pleasure, and Pain, it's, it, it's a 30-year compilation of, of, it seems like, life lessons uh, and poetry. Why, why, why 30 years? What, what took so long or what, what, what happened here? Like, it's so incredible. Well, thank you. <laughs> First, um, man, I, I've been writing since, since elementary, you know, and, uh, it, it was just something that came natural to me. Um, just a way for me to express myself even though I found, like, uh, growing up, I was kind of like an orator, uh, pretty shy. Um, I found that my expression came best through writing. I uh, didn't know what it was, didn't, you know, when you, I guess around that time, no one's really writing poetry. I mean, in my circle, uh, it was just something for me to express myself to girls <laughs> at the time. That's, it was like that's right. You, you know, gotta woo the women with the with the words because everybody yeah. has, you know, everybody can be strong, but not everybody can be uh, lyrically uh, gifted. Right, who's the women? I guess you right, know. Right, I get that. Yeah, I, get I mean, that. I mean, it was it was the '90s, right? So that's when R&B was just oh, yeah. like really popular. Yeah, 
and That's you know to really express yourself you know to you know to the opposite sex and uh you know it was just it was just cool the, the, i was that guy you know the the flowers the the poems you know folded up in origami and 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 you know sending them you know through friends you know that was me but so because <laughs> again you mentioned earlier that even though you were an orator but you were said you were kind of reserved but yes, you'd be so yes. bold as to write something and, and hand it off that's kind of opposite yeah. Yeah, because I, you know what, I felt like that was the ultimate expression, you know, that was like, that was it, like, you know exactly how I feel, you know exactly uh, what it is, um, and that caused me to even write for other people, you know, uh, who wanted to express themselves but didn't know how, and I would write it, and they'll give it away, you know, that kind of thing, so, uh, yeah, that, that started my journey, actually. Andy, I know yeah. that I want to get you, but I have a few more quick questions no, before we actually. It's fine. I like, to, I like to listen and embrace as do. well. So I just I'm want to just make listening. Sure so. You had something impressive. I want to make sure you had your chance. But because again, Andy, uh, again, this book that, you, first of all, my first question actually about this 30 years, where was the, like, the first chronological and where was like the last? Was the last one in 2022? And when was like the first book? Because thirty years like spans. How old are you between all those years? Man, so I released the book mm -hmm. on my fortieth birthday. No way, because that was on. It was April yeah. of last year. It looks like. Yes. Well, twenty twenty. Well, twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Lord, no, see the time is just I know. flying. Right? Uh, I yeah. mean, it's almost twenty twenty four. I just yeah. I just turned forty last year. Okay. So I, I'm turning so, 41 coming up, so I understand. Right. So that's yeah. yeah. I love it. So that's I a, just turned 38, so I still have two years ahead. So Andy, we're talking about like 10 babies. years old. So you have like real authentic, like uh, without being jaded or broken words. Then at 10, 10, like approximately yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. So, so the thing is, a lot of the poems that I even you know had at that time didn't even make it in. Um, and some of them I lost in a fire that I had, um, you know, uh, growing up. So, like, I lost a lot of poems uh, that I wrote. Um, this, like, they're more leaning, like, I would say, my, in my teens. I would say, like, these were, like, my teens to my 20s, you know, to my 30s. And it's not like I was writing every single day, right? Like I would write when I'm inspired, um, write to express myself, uh, you know, in various ways, um, helping me with various things like anxiety, um, depression, you know, just, just many different topics. Like it, it helped me kind of cope, navigate love, uh, rejection, uh, breakups, you know, all of that. So. Yes. Yeah, it spans. It spans like even even if some of those poems didn't make it in, mm -hmm. the sentiment is still you there. know is still there. The right? themes, the the essence, the lessons. Yes, even though exactly. you might not have a piece, you're realizing exactly. there is a development of a person here. And right. we always like talking about House on Mango Street with Susan Us uh, Senyeros, um, where it's a vignette and, this, and it's a family, and you watch this girl learn from a childhood into adolescence to adulthood those experiences but right. again in your book you refer to what you have inside as these secrets that mm -hmm. you have to share and then also like you mentioned before 
And again, if you're just joining us, we are featuring Khalil John. Let people know because we're going to go into some real deep stuff real quick because in this book, you have highlighted poems on love, relationships, grief and loss, healing, pain, anxiety, and, and peace. And again, we're talking not just at one lens, but through the yeah. three different lenses. So yeah. go yeah. Through many lenses, mm-hmm. um, through many stages, through different Khalils, you know, through because I'm not the same person I was, you know, when I started, and through different stages, you become you become different people. So it's like many, many chosen ones in there, you know, and uh, yeah, I like to say I'm taking uh, people on a journey um, with me through those many types of uh, expressions. Yeah. Um, There was a question here and it's asked, um, what inspires you the most to write and to keep on writing? It's a good question. Um, Sanity. Mm. I feel like if I'm not writing or if I'm not able to express myself that way, my chest gets heavy, you know, um, it's a means of, it's a means of mental health, you know, it's a means of mental health for me. Um, it's a means of, yeah, I think that's the crux of it. Um, being able to be my truest self, uh, express myself to the maximum that I can to get my point across. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say, I would say that, uh, yeah, <laughs> that answers the question. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, I just dropped, it, yeah. I just dropped that uh, into the chat because uh, I want to make sure we talked about this two parts for this, and then and I really want to go into topics. I know Andy, I'm gonna let you take over for a minute, but one, when you constructed this book, is it reflection of a journey, or is it like this is uh, me at this is love at this age? This is it's not necessarily. No, uh, no, in a specific way. It's it's, it's a journey. It's mm-hmm. a journey. If you look, even look at the chapters, mm-hmm. um, shout out, shout out to my wife. Okay, gotta shout Listen, out, to, shout the out wife. to my wife, Latoya. She's my publisher, and um, oh. she's the one. Uh, although I put the uh, the words together, even <laughs> um, you know, structure the like parts of it, like the design and so forth. What she did, what she did was the chapters. What she did was the design in terms of, you know, the uh, the black, the black on white. Yes, um, you know, I noticed like that. her design aesthetic is amazing. It's amazing. Like we really came together as a team, but I can really, I have to give her her flowers. Like honestly, <laughs> honestly, she without her, like uh, I don't even think this book would even be. <laughs> to be honest with you it would still possibly be you know uh you know because i've had the poems on papers when i say papers uh books and papers crumpled up you know that i've carried moved from location to location on hard drives on on everything they were everywhere during emails i had to go and like kind of this you know pull them together and uh i i wrote them out I typed them out. Um, I even shaped them how they look. Like if you look at some of the poems, like you know, uh, there there's like 
shape to them, right? So I did all of that stuff. Uh, but in terms of like putting them together, like she helped with that definitely. She 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 helped me with that. So flowers to you, Latoya, if she's on. Awesome. <laughs> Before but see, I but look question, at you. Andy, go first. I know you got a comment for that. That really. No, no, yeah. I, I just think that's amazing that you know you, you know you have your wife who was who's also your your publisher who's also your support system that. No matter what the circumstances were, that she she said, "Yo, babe, we're gonna do this, right?" And, yeah. and there's something beautiful about that. Uh, same thing with my wife. I feel like because you know, my um, there was a point where before Unravel Influence became Unravel Influence, I had a hiatus, and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this podcast thing anymore. Right. I did struggle with it for some time. My wife said, "No, when this year starts, you're gonna do this." And she told me though, because I I see great things happening. You just have to have faith, and you just have to just go for it and see where it goes. And it's interesting. Thing because I always talk about this, but uh, it's funny how I met Angela. I didn't even know I was following her on the page. And long story short, I kept hearing God telling me, reach out to her, reach out to her. I'm like, what if she thinks I'm a creep or something? She's like, no, just just, just reach out to her. Because you, you know how it is, man. Social media, you know how it is yeah. sometimes, man. Yeah. They think yeah. you're a creep or they think you're just trying yeah. to like do something i suppose and i know it's always this situation but you know it, it happens yeah. so i reach out to her and this is based on a post that she put called no more shitty years that's exactly what the post was and that spawned from a conversation to an interview and from there the vibe just it, it just the dynamic worked and i'm right. like i'm glad right. i was obedient to that voice mm -hmm. he told me reach out mm -hmm. to her and then here we are doing these interviews That's and now it. we have a lot of great things mm -hmm. happening i'm just laughing but this is also thanks to my wife pushing me right. saying babe right. you better do this because yeah. you have something here everyone has a story to tell yeah. don't keep it to yourself yeah absolutely you, you know what it, it's about saying uh yes to the things you would normally say no to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know just like i you ever seen that movie yes man yeah. And just like yeah, all the doors oh, just started yeah. opening, opening. So you know, I have to, I definitely have to, to, to big up my wife for that. Um, you, you know, she speaks life into me when I feel like at my worst. And mm. a lot of my poems, you know, some of the poems are dedicated to her. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she, she's there. Oh, oh is that? Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely yeah, put yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. more flowers for her. Like I'm because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people just started to pop in and I want to make sure everybody knows what we are about to go into. Uh, this right. incredible person right here, Khalil John, King Chosen One. I'm sorry, I, I have to do the radio thing. No you know? worries. I want people to no know worries. what we're doing go here. Go ahead. Khalil, you're important because what you did here, again, three years and the wife, again, it really is the visionary here. And the fact oh, yeah. that you gave her the credit, or, well, we got we'll go back to that, but <laughs> 30 years spanning of this book here that came out last year, April, I think April 27th, 2022. April 30th, yes. April, oh, okay. well, April, it came out like April 29th, okay. but 30th is my birthday, so it came out for mm. my birthday. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. it spanned wow. not just right there at 40, but from basically teens to adolescence to after adolescence. Yeah. And yeah. so many different themes. I want to know what, which one of the, life lessons or words that you felt really was what you were able to express the best with like what is the most proud piece in that collection i know hard to pick your favorite child or anything but 
Like, I know I taught this lesson or I hit this lesson, like love or peace or anxiety, whether it's from, I love how I extrapolated through the years or this piece is my, like, that's my piece. It's really, really hard for me to like, uh, to like narrow it down like that, to be honest with you. That's um, fair. It's, uh, uh, there's quite a few. I can rephrase it actually, let me rephrase this. From yeah. people that have been fans of your work since the start, which theme do they seem to connect to the most? Or which ones do you feel like people come that's, and connect to you behind fun. the scenes? Like this one about, I, because again, in your book, you have some really incredible themes. Uh, one uh, poem in there, or one piece of yours, um, stats and stereotypes. You know, you you mm. you're not afraid to go and say things. Right. So again, let's go to that, and then we want to hear you actually give some of our words out to the public right now. But I feel like, like everybody resonates with different things. You know, <laughs> I know it's it's, it's okay. tough. It's, it's tough. Okay. It's tough. But okay. the, it's, <laughs> Andy, what do I do? I ask honestly, tough questions, right, Andy? It, it, yeah, yeah you taking the words out of my mouth because I had questions. You just took the words out. I was like, okay. Um, right. now I, really, I mean, I... sorry to cut you off because well, I'm a teacher by trade and I hate to say that nobody's gonna lie detector test you. You could have just picked one. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's really reality. I guess, I guess, I guess it's, it's, um, you know, I, I guess what for me. Pain really motivates me to write. Mm. I would say that that's one I of the reoccurring themes in, in my poetry. Um, some of my stuff is really dark. <laughs> some of my stuff is really dark. Even some of the stuff that I've, I've written afterwards. And I'm like, you know, I was talking with my wife and uh, I was like, man, what am I going to read? You know? And, uh, you know, she was like, yeah, try, you know, try and read something, you know, uh, one of the poems from your book, or I'm like, I want to read something new too. And, and as I was reading some stuff, I was like, man, some of the stuff is really dark. You know, some of the stuff is really heavy, you know, not all the time people want to be hearing, um, that type of stuff, but at the right time, the right person will resonate with, with those pieces. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the, the stuff that I, I wrote, even like we're, that were dedicated to my mom in the book um you know she passed away in february and i released the book in april so a lot of the stuff i was feeling i wrote you know and it made it into the book as well so you know i would say people who've lost lost you know people who've lost loved ones people who you know are still grieving grief man like mm -hmm. it's uh I don't feel, I don't feel personally, I don't feel ashamed of, um, that work. You know what I mean? I don't feel, I feel like I was, I would still, you know, I, I still write about my mom, you know, I still write poems about, about her, um, and how I feel because it, it's my therapy, you know what I mean? Um, that helps me get through. So if I was to narrow it down, the one that I would most resonate with or the, the pieces that it would be those pieces, you know, so not to evade your questions. <laughs> All right. You answered questions. it. I'll take it. I'll right. A plus. A plus. <laughs> I'll accept it. I'll accept it. I think you answered right. well. 
And I think, Andy, we've seen in a lot of our interviews that pain really does connect us because it's universal. Yeah. But there yeah. are definitely two types of pain. There's pain without reason, because pain mm. happens. It's a natural part of life. I'm a biologist, like a teacher. You know, things mm. happen, like natural disasters out of our control. But there's also pain with reason, and that's people that hurt or harm. And that's right. the difference. And, and pain without reason is grief. Mm. There's nothing mm. wrong with it. You have mm. to do whatever work to, to heal right. them. So. Yeah. I, I I think Andy, do you agree with me? Is it time to hear some words? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Um, I do want to ask, you know, oh, the moment. It. I want to ask you about your book, right? So the moment, okay. what was? Can you describe to me the moment you decided? Okay, you know what? I want to put this book out. I want to put this like the moment, the day that you decide. Okay, I'm gonna put this together, and we're gonna do this. Like, can you describe that moment and what did that moment feel like to you once it was? finally finished i always planned on putting out a book i just never had a date i just mm. never wrote it down and said you know what this day this is coming out and what kind of besides my wife like you know saying you need to you know put it something together put it together put something together it was my mom passing and uh, mm. uh in the february you know and looking at that and looking at all that she had accomplished as as a mother um as a woman of god as a as a black woman and just looking and seeing like all the stuff that she the potential that she had mm. and the, the unrealized potential because she was a writer too she was a writer like if you hear mm. her if you would have heard her talk if you would her hear her write um she was amazing so wow. um she had books in her she she has like even at her house right now there's books with just her writing just wow writing and it was never formed into a book so mm. i was like I was like, I, I, I came to this realization. I was at the gym um, after, after she passed. I was at the gym, and I, it's like I heard this thing, die empty. Die empty. Wow. You know? And I was like, yes, die empty. I'm like, I want to die empty. Like, everything that I'm supposed to do, everything I'm supposed to achieve, every book I'm supposed to write, I want to die empty. Now, the trick or the problem is we don't know when we're going to die. Mm. So mm. what are we going to do? We have to maximize every moment, every day. Do I do that all the time? Am I the best at it? The, no, I'm not. But I always try to push myself back on track to be like, okay, let's go. Let's go. And uh, having a good support system. Um, so when my mom passed, I was like, okay, you know, I really need to put this out. And um, my wife was like, you can put it out for your birthday, April 30th. Wow. Get to work. For your 40th birthday, get to work. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and wow. that was, and even still, that was a struggle. Even still, that was a struggle. But I was like, you know what? Let's go. And, and it happened. It happened down to the wire. Like, down to the wire. When I say, 
and she was working on other stuff. Are you finished? I'm like, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. She's wow. in, the limo, in the bedroom and we're doing it and I'm typing and she's editing and she, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, it's uploaded. And okay, wow. boom. And it was like down to the wire. And um, yeah. So that experience, I can't even express to you that experience, mm. man. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, it's like, I, I, I don't want to give this analogy because I don't know what it is to give birth per se because I'm a man, right. you know, but, um, you know, it, it was it was giving birth to your dream, your vision, like something you had in your mind for, for yeah. years, right? And it just really, it was, it was amazing, man. It was amazing. I, I can't wow. even put it wow. really into words. Wow. <laughs> really no, into no, words, no, and so. I, I, I really... I love that, you know, what you just said, and um, especially about your mom and the writing, because my father used to write too, and I've talked about this before, where recently um, I was helping my mom declutter stuff so she could take to the new apartment, and in the process of that, my because I remember my father used to write a lot of poetry, mm -hmm. and my mom actually said, hey, you can have this, and he gave me, she pretty much gave me all of my father's writings, which I have in my house, by my own possession, and, mm -hmm. and it's crazy because one prayer I always has said, Lord, if there's one thing I could really ask you for, nothing else, I want to know who my father was. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have that great relationship with him. I only had a good five years with him. But pretty much his last five years was the great relationship I have with him. But I want to know about his life. I want to know what he felt because he came from a time where that wasn't even a discussion. I came from, right. a, I was born at a time where it was bringing awareness, but we weren't allowed to talk about it especially in Hispanic mm -hmm. culture. That's just how it is. And mm -hmm. I said, if there's anything I want to, because the thing is, I feel like I'm still trying to discover who I am, but I always felt like if I need to know who I am, I, want, I need to know who my father is first, right? And mm -hmm. that was always my prayer to the Lord. I said, Lord, I just want to know who my father is. I want to understand where the, where, right. how I feel, what I've been, I want to understand where it comes from. And when my mom right. gave me all of my father's pieces and his writings and his, everything that he had, to mm -hmm. me, that was an answer of prayer. Oh, and sure. I started reading some of the stuff that he was writing. And I'm just like, wow, he really had a lot of bottled up hurt that I'm mm -hmm. just like, damn, like I get it. And it's like being a man, being a father, being a husband. I look mm -hmm. back and, you know, I would think it to myself, I'm like, I know, I know my father can't hear me because, you mm -hmm. know, I know there's no communication with the living and the dead. But mm -hmm. I'm like, Lord, if you could just relate this message, tell him I get it now. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning so much about myself through him, through right. my wife, and through my son. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much about myself that I didn't even know existed. And that's when right. I realized, wow, I'm carrying a lot of stuff that I need to work on because my son's four. Mm -hmm. He's at an age now. He's learning. He's seeing things. And I got to be careful right. what, what, what yeah. I do, how I come off. Right. And that's very 100%. important because my father had a lot of hurt and anger that, you know, he didn't know how to deal with that. You know, right. and he gave his life to the Lord in his last days, you know, and I seen him take his last breath literally wow. in wow. his bedroom. So all that, and I didn't really get a chance to grieve like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, like, I had to just go back to my life and that's it. And the, and the first year of my marriage, it was really in a dark place. But it's taught me that if I keep holding on mm -hmm. and I keep remembering the good things, you know, if I keep remembering and understanding that, hey, this, that pain's never going to go away. Let's be real. But 
it's helped me understand myself and was like, you know what, at least I know not to repeat certain cycles. Because when right. my father lost his mother, I saw a lot of things. I see mm -hmm. my father go through some things. I'm only 10. And it's like, right. it's taught me to, okay, I understand now why my father was grieving the way he grieves. Mm -hmm. What can I do, Lord, to not repeat the same things he did, but rather learn from it and be better? And I right. feel like all of this has ha helped me to have that. And the fact that I was able to get that and I was able to have this one button-down shirt he had when he was a kid. I, I, yeah. I don't know why my father kept that. My mom said, yeah, you can have this too. And I'm like, wow, so now I have a piece of my father's legacy with me. But now I'm learning mm -hmm. so much about myself, even through that, through his writings. And he, and I'll even look at my writings and I'm just like, wow, like, wow, I, I, I get it now. And I think the greatest thing I've ever inherited was the ability to write mm -hmm. because he's the mm -hmm. reason I started writing. I didn't know why I was mm -hmm. writing. I just wrote because I just saw him doing it. I wanted right. something to do. Mm -hmm. But all these things, and I'm going to throw a pun at Angela quick. I was letting my thoughts out without realizing it. And I look back now like, whoa, it started from here to here. But the root of all that was because my father used to write. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the greatest thing I've ever got yeah. from my dad was that. Wow. And to have his writings with me now, it's like, wow, now I have a piece of him in my life forever now because I have mm -hmm. this. So right. it's just... um. Yeah, so I, was, uh, I, I, I kind of went on the tangent. I apologize. No, 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 that was just, important because, um... again, and Khalil, I want, there was a question that came in for you, but Khalil, you mentioned that your mother, you know, your book was really inspired and honored her, just like Andy, you had the same similar connection to your father who was writing poetry as well. So yeah. I think those stories really pair really well, and I'm, I'm yeah. so thankful that you shared both of those with us tonight. Right. So um, we have from our friend Carlos, pro poet. Um, what is your process for writing poems specifically? If you can give us a little bit of the magic that is Khalil John. The process. That's a good, a good question. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. That's why they called him the pro poet. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's my guy. Um, so my process for writing, I normally write on my phone now. Like it's it's like I use the Google Docs on my phone. That's how I feel I can get the ideas out the fastest, especially and I could just, you know, place ideas where they need to be. Um I don't use the very rare, like probably one percent of anything I write is uh on the laptop. It's generally on my phone. Um and it could be anywhere, anything could inspire me, anything, a thought, uh um, a conversation, um, anything. Um, I'm like, hmm, you know, or my 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 way of expressing that uh, uh, specific thought, or maybe even a poet saying something, and I'm like, huh, and I'm like, you know, put my my spin on it. Those are like less uh, than you know everything else, but it could it could come anywhere. I could be washing the dishes. <laughs> I could be in the shower. You know, I, I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, You get yeah, that yeah. whisper, huh? And I just get that. It's like, honestly, more time, I feel like it's just downloaded into my head. Yeah. Like, it's just downloaded. It's like, I didn't even write it. <laughs> like, I feel like, like it that just, too. You know? It's not me. Um, it's through me. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel more time. Um, and it's, it's I, I've been um, doing... Uh, 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 some prompts, uh, six poets, uh, society and, uh, 
you know, like with Ramp um, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that whole crew there, like, I, I, and I never did prompts before, you know? So, like, with them, like, I started doing, like, some prompts and writing it down and, and stuff. So that was a different, um, that was, like, a different uh, kind of uh, avenue of me coming up with, with poems, uh, just on the spot, just like that, just like, okay, give me a prompt and, and see what happens. Um, yeah. Hope that answers your question. No, that <laughs> makes that sense. Answers. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait any longer. I, I need to hear something. I, I know yeah. people came here to hear you. Uh, but the conversation is too good. Uh, I understand. But yeah. I need to hear something and, from you. Yeah. Okay. One more question and then read a piece oh, yeah, for good, us. Um, there was a question that oh, says, how did you choose the name for your book? That's a oh, good one. That. I'm so sorry. That's a great question yeah so the like growing up uh when someone had a black book it was like uh your book of secrets you know numbers you know mm. for you know girls like uh you know it was just like that book you don't want to lose your black book uh this for me was like uh my it was like my testament you know it was like my my woes my you know my uh my heart on paper right so yeah I, I the black book i just it just came to me i was just like the black book it was just so fitting my secrets my journey like every like things that i've been through my um my uh you know the way that i see things see life you know so yeah that aesthetic really does radiate that like you refer mm. to it as a testament like i said I, I feel like it's right next to that drawer in the hotel room and it's in there right. and I wish it was because it looks so uh, Also, uh, again, you have you a kind Purchasing I, it, though. Oh, like, yeah. Thank you for well, purchasing well, it. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I love uh, what you said, the hotel in the room, because usually, uh, I don't know how it is today, but I know back in the day, at least yeah, when I was growing up, when you went to a hotel, yeah. 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 the King James Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of hotels I've gone through now, I don't... Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, okay, because the things I've been to, like, l the last couple of years, I have not seen the Bible. Nah, they don't do it anymore. I don't well, think. I've seen I don't think. Oh, yeah? I, and Still? I travel okay. a lot. I've been to a, I'm a road warrior. I, I'm running away from my own life. So I've been to a lot of hotels, and I've checked. Oh. They're, they're there. Okay. Just, just for That's shits and giggles. You know, you got to yeah, go through yeah, the yeah. But yeah. um, also, you mentioned that, you know, your wife, uh, LaToya, she came up with the idea that some of the pages are actually reversed, where it's black background, white yeah. writing, yeah. and it starts yeah. off like that, and that yeah. has a very powerful impact, yeah. and then you flip as well, really? so, again, the look, the aesthetic, the, that's a real testament, too, because it has a vibe, it has a feeling, and Definitely. like you said, it's a start to finish of a chronological experience on yeah. so many different avenues. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. Shout out to LabWorks Publishing. You know, just had to shout it out. Yeah, but um, yeah. The the book it uh, it's like it starts off with Genesis, right? Just like the Bible does. You know, um, it, it gives that that thought. Uh, I, those poems wanted I wanted them to kind of set the pace or set the uh you know the expectation of of the rest of the book um we got liberation so why i write or like you know uh which is one of the poems i wanted to do and uh to read um introspection just how i uh you know uh, viewed women or treated women it's like an it's like an apology letter um you know and it goes on 
I mean, it goes on. Then it, it goes on. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't because it, it's an apology letter, but it's also whoa. Hold up. Let's look mm. behind the mirror as well. Right. Who was this person in this place? And this was a mm-hmm. person in this right. place. Yeah. So even yes. though the person did wrong or wasn't mm-hmm. the best they should be, they're right. still a human and feeling yes. they're still the hero with their story. You know, I really felt that from you. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's a real powerful piece because you can say, I'm sorry, but also, hey, remember, there's a human behind it as well. Mm-hmm. And that's very mm-hmm. difficult. That's deep. Very true. I I love hearing this stuff because you know you write you write you put it out, um, but to hear other people's takes on it is it's uh, it's definitely amazing, definitely amazing and very true what you're saying for sure. Um, yeah. Wow. Peace, 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 peace. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a, you know, I'm a fan, Andy, at heart. You know, we're here. We want to promote their work. We want their work out there because people don't necessarily know because people have their heads in the sand or whatnot, and that's what we're all about. That's our message, and yeah. your message is yeah, incredible. We're unraveling, unraveling we got to hear it. The, the your stage. We got to hear Appreciate it. that. Appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the first one uh, that I'd like to uh, read is. Um, liberation because it, it kind of kind of give you know people who don't have the book or haven't heard it before uh kind of like some insight uh i'll just get to it i've been evading my freedom of expression this pen this pad my breath to bleed my soul as ink through this pen liberation that helps me escape death. I've internally wept and my emotions, they crept onto the landscape, to the canvas or landscape of this paper to be expressed fully, nothing kept or left inside, nothing kept to hide as I breathe with the ink of my soul on this pad to inhale and exhale become easy. Writing has not I'll become my ecstasy to bleed my soul as ink through this pen to this pad, pure energy, liberation. Yeah. Wow. So that's liberation. Mm. And I, I got, I already have the thought. I got it let out right now. Yeah, no, so you can take no, your time. Ahead. Let your thoughts out. You no, let really your thoughts just, out. It, right there at the end, uh, especially. I got the actual feeling sensation of getting oxygen for that first time, that first breath, whether you've been underwater for too long and you get gasping for air. And it's almost like a rush because if you Mm. take in pure oxygen, you almost get high from it. So again, the euphoria that comes from that, but also through the stripping away and finding that as well. Like Mm. that's what I got from that. Andy? Did I give yeah. you enough time? Yeah, no, no, I definitely agree. No, I definitely agree. Um, there's something about that oh, sign of relief or that oh, breath there, like you're talking about. There's something about that. It's like whatever heaviness you have, mm-hmm. it's like the minute you, oh, it's like this weight right. get lifted off your shoulder. See, that's right. kind of how I feel like every time, like if I'm going through something, right? Because sometimes I do this thing, even at work, because work, work can get very stressful. 
And I just, I was just like, Jesus, Jesus, just saying, G but it's something about when I say mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, it's like mm -hmm. something. I'm like, because I got to remind myself, it's not the end of the world, even though it feels like it's the end of the world, but it is not mm -hmm. the end of the world. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, you know, I should only be worried about one thing. It's when the trumpet, that's all I should be worried about. I should be worried about <laughs> nothing else. That's it. When that's the trumpet it. comes, that's all I should care about. I shouldn't mm. care about anything else. And if, and if it's meant for me to wake up tomorrow, then I'll wake up tomorrow. If it's not worth mm. if if God says, you know what, you're not waking up tomorrow, then that's it. Because tomorrow's that's not it. promised, man. Mm. And it's like we're mm. so consumed with so much, but it's something about when you get liberated, you're just <sighs> like your, your shoulders not pressed yeah. anymore, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, exactly, it's, um... exactly it. Exactly it. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, you know, like when you're running some running from something that's good for you. You know, like you're you're running. You you know you're supposed to do it. Um, it's good for you. It's running. You're you're running from it, right? Um, that's what writing is sometimes mm -hmm. for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I know I should probably sit down and just you know vibe out and and just do some writing or express myself, or I'll wait until my chest is so heavy to mm -hmm. to then put it down. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, instead of just like making a perpetual process of something I do on a real regular basis to have that release or relief. Um, that's what it's about. It, it helps me escape death, you know? Uh, that's what it's talking about. So, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you, uh, you resonate yeah. with it for sure. Sorry, wow. you just said something uh, that was pretty great. Um, yeah. I know you're going to pull something from the chat, Andy, before you do that. Sometimes the best answer and the right answer aren't necessarily the same. And mm -hmm. also, just because I know better doesn't mean I'm always going to do. Better. Better. So, that's where I think no, that's really what we're talking I love about. that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, I love that. I'll that later out, guys. See ya. <laughs> no, no, but no, oh, I love that though. Just because you know better doesn't mean you always do better. I that's wow. See, but mm. that's how I feel about like when we walk into things of God too. Mm -hmm. Like, even though we should mm. know better, we don't always do better. We don't always. We might have the right. Answer. Like, it's like we have the solution but we don't always use the solution sometimes mm -hmm. because we, we yeah. are hoping for another solution that's like we, we're hoping for like an alternative solution but yeah. sometimes the alternative solutions is never the best one but exactly. we can go with the alternative because it's just easier it's like going with the devil you know than the devil you don't know it's mm -hmm. like um it's crazy yeah. it's insane yeah. it's insane yeah. that she said that yeah. i really oh snap <laughs> You, you kind of actually sparked a question that I have for Khalil here. Um, oh, when you actually <laughs> did publish it for the 40th, yeah. what did you feel? Like, what did you have a sense of like elation or relief or like lightness or just like, oh, I did it? Or like, what, did, what was that everything. feeling like? That everything, everything I was feeling. And, and uh, also um, scared, you know? I was, you know, how are people going to receive it? Even though I wrote it for me, I like, I wrote it for me because I first and foremost, because I had my poems everywhere and I wanted it to be in one place. So the book would make it be in one place and, and, uh, you know, out there for posterity, like out there, you know, forever, 
you know, and uh, that feeling was, I, I can't even explain that feeling. It was truly, I felt every emotion, every emotion from when I got the first sale and people supporting me, my community supporting me, you know, and then I became bestseller. My wife was like, you're going to become bestseller. And lo and behold, man, I was bestseller for like she months. Because it looks so yes. gosh darn good. Because the book yeah, looks yeah, so yeah. gosh darn good. Yeah. The content too, of course, the content. <laughs> But you know, um, yeah, so yeah, wow. Because uh, again, earlier you mentioned that there were poems that you had from earlier or along the way that got lost in a, a fire that you experienced. But yeah, again, the way you were able to string this uh journey, this testament again, it's almost it's there in spirit and mm -hmm. felt and it's still taught. Yeah, again, because yeah. I just want to make sure people got to hear that part again because. This book really does have an essence. It really does. I, I don't want to say it like this, but I'm going to say it like this. It has a soul. Mm. And I think that's really the I believe proof. That. I, yeah. I believe it's my soul. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like my it's like my uh, my soul on paper, I say, you know, and it's like uh, you get to see me. You get to see my my thoughts, my anxieties, my fears, my everything, everything everything you know so yeah i love what robert kazi said he said uh wait where is it? oh fire can burn paper but not your memory and it's so true yeah. i definitely agree with that mm -hmm. it's like it, that took me to this bible verse you know heaven and earth my path no how, how's that go um something something passes away but my words will never pass away right, if that right. makes sense i'm right, terrible right, what right. yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about right yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I i i don't remember the exact yeah the word words, yeah for sure the words never your words never uh it never passes Disappear. away His word never yeah away. but it's like yeah for sure if you but you have to cement your words right mm. you have to cement your words your words have to be in a place where um you know once you write it down it's there yeah but, you know put it in a place where others can find it you know others can find it that way it's recorded once it's recorded it can last forever you know so yeah yeah for sure for sure oh man so um i guess my question to you is this right so given everything we've talked about um i want to talk about legacy what legacy do you hope to leave behind once we pass on because you know we're not going to be here forever but if there's one thing you want to be remembered for, whether it's within your life, within poetry, or even both, like what would be that thing? What would be that legacy you want to leave behind? And what impact would you hope to leave behind after you pass on? That I was a good human being, you know? That I was a, that I was a man of God, you know, a man of character, uh, a man, a, a great husband, a great father to my children. That's on my mind constantly, wanting to, um, you know, set them up right. And in this crazy world we're living in, uh, just know that they can look back because they're, they're part of my legacy, you know. So, you know, for them to look back and be proud of the man that their father was, you know, and, you know, hope to be better than me. You know, like if I can implant those things, you know, uh, that would be, that would be monumental for me. That would be monumental for me. Wow. 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 Um, 
Andy, I want to. I know you have a comment, but I want to give you time to think about that for a minute. But yeah, go ahead. I, I had a question for you because you've done some spoken, and obviously this we've talked about your book uh, being, you know, obviously documented. You talked about the legacy of being able to have that tangible. Right. Um, we do have spoken that gets pulled, you know, passed on, passed down. But for you as an artist, do you think? What are your thoughts on the difference? Like why? What? What brings the difference for you is spoken artistry versus putting this together, the book. Like, do you prefer one over the other? I, 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 that was a very vague question. I just, I'm still trying to figure out where I am or what I want to mm -hmm. do. I want to do it all. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure it out before I actually do this. So you've done a lot of incredible things. What, what fed your soul the most or performing or obviously this book was a combination of a lot of work, but. Okay, there's no, no way for me to read or perform every, every one of my poems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. True. So it, need, it needed to be documented. Mm -hmm. um, um, my first thought was to write the book. Okay. I've read poems before, like uh, I did it at my mom's funeral, uh, the poems that I read wrote for her. Mm -hmm. um and and then the second time i performed was like a few times after that like i never i was not a performing person you know uh, that's right except, a, except for the ladies yeah exactly <laughs> sorry you said that earlier yeah <laughs> exactly and um i one of my my friends who is a poet um uh, Rowan Higgins, she's like an amazing poet uh, here in Montreal. She's a poet laureate. Um, you know, she she took my book. She's like Khalil. Uh, the poems are meant to be spoken. They're meant to be. And I, before then, it's not like I didn't want to read my poems or perform my poems. Um, it just wasn't on the docket. It just wasn't on. On the, you know, the the schedule necessarily. Even though I would have, it, it wasn't a priority. I would say, um, but once she said these are meant to be spoken, it kind of opened my mind because it's one thing for your work to be in a book and for others to read your work in their voice, and it's another. Thing for the words to be in your voice so that people could actually hear, you know, how you actually, you know, say the, in, those inflections or, you know, or say, you know, certain things, certain ways. Um, yeah. So I felt it was important and that my voice was important and that people should hear the poems from my mouth. They could read it first, hear me recite it afterwards read it again or have me recite it and then you know read it themselves in their own voice and try to see what they could kind of get from it um but I, I i also thought i didn't have personally i didn't have i didn't know the difference between a poem you know and a performance piece mm. you know like i i didn't know i basically <laughs> you know came to know i came to know that probably that same that same time i released the book a little after that like i guess i had uh, my brand of a man and um 
what you call it, uh, uh, the other poem that I read uh, together. Man, there's so many poems. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. but yeah, where where I I never. Uh, sorry, lost my train of thought. It's okay. I'm just so <laughs> happy because I didn't even actually ask the question. It was just set, like jar, but you answered it. That's the yeah. exact question okay. I asked. You fed Good. everything I needed to know. Like you're a true professional. That was the. That's all the what I wanted to know. Okay, Your thoughts and feelings and connections to both. You answered Excellent. it. Yeah, my wild. You know my wildest and all right. Night. So, Andy, what else you got for us? No, no, um, the question, there was a question that says, what impact your life at this point to move you to speak out now? So a combination of things, like things I've discussed, um, feeling my, my voice was important, feeling like I, I had a message, uh, feeling like I, I didn't want to die with all of these words in me. You know, uh, wanting to die empty, seeing my mom pass and knowing that she had so many books in her, um, mm. you know, knowing that at heart, I, I can be a performer, you know, uh, just just so many things like I felt like I could lean into um, and, and just wanted to use my gifts for the glory of God. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not always like preaching or anything like that, but it's it's like i'm actually bringing honor to him by using what he gave to me you know not sitting on it not burying it not throwing it away using what he gave me mm. and even if it's just one person that could resonate with what i have to say i'm good because i'm good with the words that i have i'm good i i was good with it on page i'm i'm good with it uh, in an audience of one, I'm good with it in, in front of, uh, you know, hundreds of people. Um, I just felt it was my time to just put it out, you know, and just wow. just honor the gifts. Yeah. Hope that. Uh, wow. No, and no, that's, yeah, that's perfect. Um, well, so like I said, um, yeah, like it's all about that lasting impact you leave that um and, and that's very important. I to me that's important because even with me, I think once I die, I want people to remember me as this was the guy that wasn't afraid to be transparent. Right. That right. Even though I'm a man of God, but I keep it as real. I mean, for those who know me, they know I, I don't BS anybody. I tell like it is. Mm -hmm. I even talk, I touch mm -hmm. on topics that I feel like church don't really talk about. And mm -hmm. that's just what it is. And I want people to remember me for the fact that, you know, he wasn't afraid to be that way. He wasn't afraid to talk about those things. Right. Even the, the, right, right, the unpopular, right. the unpopular topics too, you know? So, um, mm -hmm. just the fact that, definitely. you know, like, it, like if I ever read, if I ever wrote a book, I definitely want, like, like you said, that if there's one person that resonates with it, but it had an impact on someone and that's important. Right, right, right. One 100% man 100% you gotta you gotta uh, you know let your voice out you gotta write that book yeah you gotta you gotta you, you gotta, gotta stop wasting time out. I think you gotta, you, know, you gotta let your secrets out from yeah. what you've described your poetry right. your words right um, right I, exactly. I don't want to end right this second but we are and we are at the end of the live and of the open mic after party starting but so let we're unfortunately gonna start to wrap up but I want you to join us at the open mic and 
to do another feature piece before you know yeah i like i had i i spoke with andy i was like he's like yo you could do three pieces i was like yo i'm down you know yeah, but uh yeah for sure uh, the time went by really it's, fast this conversation yeah. was amazing it was so it was super amazing. important and, uh, to hear you and yeah we got really to talk about that two. book we we got to yeah, part two soon man 30 years <laughs> for sure yeah we got for to sure. do a part two man because this is i love where this is going um i guess before we end this live and transition into um the open mic for origin of thought do you have any last words or anything that you feel like maybe it's important to say or something just just all whatever because mm -hmm. we are going to get you to perform next door at the after party yeah yeah for sure for sure i just want to you know give honor to god honor to my family honor to you guys you know, and uh, honor to everybody listening. And uh, just want to say, you know, put yourself out there, follow your dreams. If you have a book that you want to read, if you're a spoken word artist, you haven't written a book and you have all your poems everywhere, you know, put them together. Um, you know, uh, holla at my, my, my wife, uh, Latoya Belfond. Uh, you know, she can help uh, with that. Uh, she does those things. <laughs> <laughs> puts Good out books she's written, yeah yeah she's, she's written like like over 13 books um children's books she animates she she actually wow. has a master class that's happening um Check your DMs. This we'll month. Talking to you too. yeah 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 for sure you know master class is happening uh so yeah labras publishing uh ad she put she put it in the <laughs> in the chat so she teaches too. She's a teacher by trade and uh, she teaches, uh, yeah, she teaches um, stuff she, she's acquired uh, through publishing and, and all of that stuff as well. So yeah, man, blessings to everybody for sure. Thank you for all coming right. through. Hey, Andy yeah. and everybody, we'll see you over at the after party for the yes. open mic. We'd love to hear yes. from everybody out there, but definitely we're gonna have you definitely hit up at least one more out there. And sure. uh, definitely Latoya, check your DMs. To. We definitely wanna have you come up on the, and share oh. all of your good work too. And oh, definitely be... not playing yes. 30 years. We've got to have you back. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so if you haven't I just wanna... the book, get the book. Yes. It is available through the link tree from at King Chosen One. And Andy, last word before I hit the X. Yeah, I was gonna say um thank you, thank you so much for saying yes to us to have this conversation and thank uh, you so much for just being a part of this I journey with us as we're trying to just, you know. Like, cause if one thing I, and I'll end with this, uh, one thing I've always told Angela and everybody else that whenever I created a, a platform, you know, I wanted to give people a voice that didn't have a voice, if that makes sense. Right. Like everybody right. has a story to tell. And, and I feel like I have this heart to give and that is why I created this platform. So yeah, we have the live here, but this live goes on the podcast and it's there forever and everybody that normally like you know because you know how it is sometimes you look up podcasts and then let's say my podcast will pop up somewhere and people right. listen to it and that's like yeah. the goal like get our stories get our life out there because mm -hmm. it matters our that's life it. matters our inspirations matter and 100%. we don't know you never know you don't know who needs to hear this right now and that's right. what happened exactly. with um robert kazi had a live with us and somebody reached out to him that he's never interacted before and said that hey that unpublished piece that you read inspired me to make this painting. That was something you mm, told me, and I was just like, wow, beautiful, see, it's beautiful, it. beautiful, That's the stuff I beautiful. live for. That's the stuff that inspires me. That's why I do this. Mm. This is why we mm. do what we do. Blown so, in the gifts, you, man. Blown in the gifts. Yeah. Blown in the gifts. Thank you. That's thank it. you. Blessings, so much. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings.
thank you. Yes, and maybe, like I said, creation breeds creation. So again, we couldn't do this without you all who joined us. Anybody who joined us in the after chat or the replay, we love you all. Please keep sharing your work and we'll see you over at the after party. Bye. Right. And I'll see you over there. Thank you, man. Appreciate Bye. it.